Hi, Beth. Hey, Beth. Dear Kiki. Dear Kiki. Desperate housewife. Doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Beth. Cheers. Ill-advised. This is ill-advised. Hi, Beths. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Ill-Advised. The podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has. While we're singing red leather, yellow leather. I Say it. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, <laughs> yellow. I'm like, what am I supposed to respond to with that? I'm like, I don't know. You threw me off my game, yo. <laughs> Good, because you do it to me every single one. You know, fine. Yeah. Fine. Red leather, yellow leather. Want to get some outfits with red leather and yellow leather? Those are the two most horrible colors. We're going to look like a ketchup and mayonnaise or ketchup and mustard bottles. Mm, makes me want a hot dog real bad. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, How's things, BF? Uh, things are things. I don't know. You've are they the some, status quo? Are they? You've had some therapy appointments. I've had some therapy appointments. That's good. Um, I think we I think the last episode that we aired. Yeah. So last week's episode was one of our filler episodes. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, before that, it was we were talking about meeting with Fred. So I think I don't know. Since then, I've met with him twice and I have to meet with him again this week. He wants to keep a steady eye on me. You need it. I need it. Um, yeah, he made me cry. Fred made me cry. He's really good he's at it. He's doing his job. It's, he's really good at it. He's really good at making me make myself cry. <laughs> <laughs> so you hate when that happens? So fucking he just stupid. just me make myself cry. It's like they sit there and they like nod at you and they're like, mm -hmm. and they give you like a little bit of feedback. But really what you're doing is you're talking yourself into you being sane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or talking yourself out of making those bad choices. Yeah. And that sucks so bad. It sucks so bad. <laughs> I don't want to grow up. It's like you're literally like, it's like Legos, right? Every time you go, there's a new brick and that, that big old construction is your conscience. <laughs> Oh, you know what I mean? And you're like crying, adding the new brick to it. I just don't want to be mature anymore. I still just want to punch everyone in the face. Somebody please punch everybody <laughs> in the face for me. I have to add this new brick. I didn't add that brick yet. <laughs> so, Dude, I don't think you have that brick in your set. <laughs> it's permanently gone. It's, it's like my brain. Oh my God. What about you? Are you making any headway in the therapy department? No, I haven't even started the process to find a new one because I just know how annoying and long it is and I just keep avoiding it. Although I do want, I want a new therapist, but I don't want to start over. I That's the... It's like a relationship. Yeah. After you've been in a relationship for 12 years and you break up and you're like, I don't want to learn somebody new all over again and them learn me new all over again. And then I got to show them intimate areas of myself. <laughs> of your like, Legos. <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, that's not fun. It, and the other side of that, too, is like you've got to have the capacity for it, like mental, yes. emotionally. And you're like... You're on your last break. I'm 
<laughs> zero capacity for anything yeah. else in my life. I kind of feel that somehow. Yeah. It's myself. I, yeah. I feel like it takes a lot to get there. Oh, yeah. But when you're there, it's like, nope, absolutely not. It's an emotional rock bottom. It's, yeah. But then when you hit it, you're like, I don't have any energy. <laughs> no fucks given. To get this there. This is where we're at. You've got to like hit that sweet spot. And I'm using these bricks as a footrest. <laughs> <laughs> While I still want to brick. punch people in the face. <laughs> That's Literally. the brick that is my footrest. Oh my God. That's so funny because it's, these are the best analogies ever. That's because they're accurate. Yeah. And everyone can really. I just wish that people were really those little Lego people. <laughs> so I could just flick them just across flick them, the room. Pick them up off the Lego and turn them around and stick them back in. Don't look at me and turn their head. <laughs> so you can't see me now. Just take their head off. Put it on another brick. <laughs> this is your outfit now. <laughs> Good luck, asshole. <laughs> I feel like my mother would have fun doing that to people. Oh, I feel like she does that oh, to people. She probably does. <laughs> she just takes That's their heads so off and puts them on different bricks. That's great shit right there. <laughs> oh, but this that kind of also ties into like to our conversation earlier because guys, we have conversations without you. I'm sorry, it's just a thing. But to that conversation earlier about like dating. And like oh. the outside world, like you've got to have the capacity for that, yeah. you know, and I don't think you have it. Yeah, I think you're right. I just have zero capacity you're for just, anything outside of what I have. You're like, you're like, I got to do A, I got to do B. I don't and have to do it. C. Yep. I don't have to. Yep. Maybe I'll get there. I think you're super right. Yeah. You just don't have it. You've got a lot going on personally and you have a daughter that you're trying to raise and then you have school yeah. and you're balancing your family and then like it's turmoil. Yeah. Hello, Turmoil's pandemonium. Hello, <laughs> life in general. No shit, though. No shit. Yeah, but sometimes I still want C to do me, even if I don't have the capacity to do C. You know? Yeah, in more than one way. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I need a drink. Okay. <laughs> You're not um, my therapist. Oh, my God. Seriously, Actually, you literally was, are though. You know, I don't know. This goes both ways. It's really funny because Fred's like, "And have you talked to Stephanie about this?" Like that's his response to everything. <laughs> and what did what Biff say? <laughs> what did Biff say? Have you talked to Biff about this? Have you talked to Stephanie about this? I agree this? with her. Um, I like he, when he says that. He's just and what does she say? And I'm like, Fred. He's like, "What? Am I paying you or her?" <laughs> oh shit! Because if it's her, right. I need to know so I can set up a ten ninety nine. Let's get this drink, shall yes. we? Yes, we um, shall. This one is I got it because of the bottle. Yeah, super cute. Because bottle. it's got a cute little metal one, either glued to it or like, uh, I don't know. Aim number one. It's. I'm trying to look in the bottle, but I can't. Um, it's like this oh. beautiful studded. It's called Uno. Not As else. if you couldn't guess. Um, Uno Malbec 2018. Um, Antigal Winery and Estates from Mendoza, Argentina. Oh. Just. Shall I read the back? Yeah. It's in English. Part. Okay. Oh, then it's not fun no more. It's read it with an anymore. accent. An Argentinian I can't accent. Do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're going to try. I can't. You have to. Antigal Uno. 
is a one of a kind Malbec whose luscious black and red berry fruit is brightened by natural acidity and supported by firm but ripe tannins. Oh, diamonds? Tannins. Oh, God damn it. That's that Tim accent. <laughs> Those goddamn Argentinians. You fall for them right away. <laughs> diamonds? And next okay. thing you know, you're not talking about rocks. You're talking about wine. <laughs> I'll take either. Um, the wine's unique personality reflects the outstanding quality of grapes hand harvested from our vineyards high on the Andes foothills. It's smoothie, oh, smoothness, not smoothiness. <laughs> Jesus. That's a smudge there. Yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's smoothness and purity of flavor. Events? Yep. Events? Say it with an accent. No one will know. Events? <laughs> flavor of what? I really don't know what this word is. E-V-I-N-C-E. I've never heard it. Uh, continue reading. Okay. You're going to Google? Yep. It's smoothness and purity of flavor evince the gentleness of gravity flow winemaking. Aged for 10 months in French and American oak, Antigal Uno carries cedar and vanilla spice notes through a lingering finish. Enjoy this exceptional wine with red meat, entrees, grilled vegetables, and semi-firm cheeses. I love semi-firm cheese. <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> Because I'm not talking about cheese. You... <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. That's why it's funny. That shouldn't be semi-firm. Uh, that's the point. It'd be a hard-ass cheese. Nobody loves the semi-firm. Events. Events. Is there a... Reveal the presence of. Uh, the evidence of or indicate. Oh. I like it. I'm going yeah. to use it. Events. Wonderful. Oh, speaking of wonderful, let's find out it, yeah. if it is. Bottoms up. Cheers. Literally, bottoms up. Bottoms up. Ooh, I love it. This is lovely. Mm. Mm. Smells great. This one needs to be like... Hard cheese wine. Hard cheese wine. <laughs> Not semi-stiff. <laughs> we like the ripened cheeses here. <laughs> Um, no, this needs to be like on rotation. It needs to be yeah. in like a wine collection at all times. Yeah. It's nice. It's got this like almost like sour finish too. Yeah, it definitely. But it's not, it's not bitter. It's not acidic. It's not sour. Yeah. It's just got that note in the back. Like, is that an oaky thing or I don't. No. <laughs> Okay, isn't sour? No, but it's got uh, that like fucking it's don't have no almost like I can kind of taste like an oak cask or something like in the back of my throat and that little sour note. I don't know. I can't. What are you doing with your mouth? I'm trying to taste the back of my throat. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Biff. For people who don't know. What does the back of your throat taste like? Oh. Uh, or it's a little sour. Yes. So we're a podcast, uh, and not a health podcast, as Spotify <laughs> likes to that say. That was really funny That's, when you yeah. saw that. I don't even. I don't. I we're haven't tried to fix it yet. Section. Yeah. But I'm like, we're <laughs> so definitely not. Like everywhere else, we're like lifestyle and comedy. 
because we're just naturally like we're not going out of our way to make jokes we're just naturally like this stupid so right this right? is why so, we like, started comedy doing works this. you know and life and leisure lifestyle all that sure because you're not going to listen to us for serious advice this right. is entertainment right um but for sometimes us, serious not advice. For you guys. No, it's <laughs> this isn't for you. Stop listening. No, no, keep listening. Um, but like, I haven't tried to fix it everywhere else though. Like they have it right, and it's like based off of our host, which is like a more technical conversation. But I mean, out of all of them, they're like, let's put them for health. I know. It says something about like their vetting team, like puts you somewhere and i'm like what to the I'm like did they only listen to our four-part mental just health series <laughs> this vetting team and did they actually did, listen are they 16 did they see the wine glass <laughs> on our logo and automatically put us in health because wine is health wine is health wine is health wine is health that's it that's the reason we're summed that up find us on spotify under your health podcast (laughs) because mine is health we're right there next to the what exercise podcast that you listen to what kind of health podcasts are there (laughs) like diabetes prevention podcast i was gonna say probably some types of food ones but i wouldn't want to listen to a podcast of somebody telling me their recipes i want to watch someone told me that i should go and podcast my recipes and talk through my like my cooking while i'm doing it and i'm like i'm not doing asmr like (sighs) podcasting because that's essentially what that's gonna be now we add the vino now we add the uno (laughs) from argentina it calls for one cup but i use four it calls for one cup but I use two bottles <laughs> because I am health. <laughs> because wine is health. Fifth, <laughs> oh, you have uh, questions this week? <laughs> Everyone has I have questions. So many questions. <laughs> <laughs> so many. Oh my God. Yes, we have a new uh... column. <laughs> okay, I just confused myself. Um, so this is, I think we briefly mentioned them in one of our um, podcasts before. They take questions from other, um, not podcasters, advisors. Columnists. Thank you. <laughs> just that word will that never. That has not kicked in yet. That will just. <laughs> right now her mind is dos. <laughs> To your health, Beth. <laughs> to your health. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, this um, this is thatbadadvice.tumblr.com, and they take... It's a Tumblr page? Quest- That's the funniest this fucking shit This one is, yeah. Ever. And then they also have their own advice. Um, that is theestablishment.co. Oh. Um, so they take questions from other columnists, and then they answer they put in their thing with the answers you wish you got. So they're us. Yes. <laughs> only yes. only they have only they have an actual thing. <laughs> we do too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. <laughs> um so yeah, so I have a couple from them. I think one at least um is a direct question to them um seeking advice. And then one or two of my other questions. Um, there was one to like Carolyn Hacks or Dear Abby. 
So I'm kind of excited to do these because it's us. Well, yeah. Um, so I'm going to start with this one. I which... wonder if we're going to have any differing. Well, so we've kind of peeked at these titles um, yeah. before and the, they're hilarious. And yep. so like, I think that their approach is different too, because they're, they're right. They're kind of like the advice that you should have gotten, but they're like reflecting the question back at them. Yes. Like we're actually giving you like agreeing with the advice columnists or getting the, or giving you an alternative. And they're literally just like, being you assholes. just wasted so much time <laughs> writing to me. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Um, all right. So the first one, I think I just said that I believe it's directly to them. The title is, should I purchase a bespoke G-string for my seven-year-old? For a seven-year-old? For my seven-year-old. Oh. All right. Go on. I am a 31-year-old mom. My daughters are seven and five. When we go to the beach, I always wear a thong or G-string bottom. My daughters have started to script. Did you just lick your wine glass? Yeah, my, my there was a drip going down the side. I wasn't going to waste Uno. <laughs> When we go to the beach, I always wear a thong or G-string bottom. My daughters have started to scrunch their bathing suit bottoms so that theirs, their suits look like mine. When we were shopping for new suits, my seven-year-old asked for a thong or G-string suit just like the ones I wear. She could not find one in the girls' department, oddly enough. Yes. Um... And was very disappointed. My mother suggested that I buy a regular suit and take it to a seamstress and have it altered. I don't know if it's appropriate for a seven-year-old to wear a thong or a G-string bathing suit bottom. What do you think? From Wondering Mom. Oh, okay. I was wrong. Via an Ask Amy Washington Post. Okay. In 2017. Hmm. Biff? I don't know because on one hand it's just a bathing suit. What's the harm? On the other hand, it's my seven-year-old's ass cheeks are out for the world. Mm -hmm. What's the harm? But then I'm the role model. My ass Running cheeks are out in the world. But then also I'm the role model whose daughter's ass cheeks are hanging out in the world. They're going to do it anyway. I almost feel like maybe the seamstress idea is a good idea, but maybe just to make it a little bit more narrow rather than like making it a G-string thong, whatever, like more bikini, less swimsuit bottom. You know what I'm talking about? Like strap yeah. and not necessarily a brief, but like that strap and kind of, you know, because they do make those bikinis for, for young girls. I don't know if you're picking up what I'm putting down. I am. You are. I'm just okay. wholeheartedly I just in disagreement of your fucking seven-year-old wearing a thong. Oh, well, that's the thing. On like, the beach. I don't. I. Too uh, many weirdos are out there. Right, well, no, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, without the added aggressiveness of the like. You know, like. You're fucking seven-year-old. Like, for me, it's kind of like, I kind of, I'm, I'm thinking, um, and I don't know what this is like in other countries, but I'm thinking about, like, every time, and if, every time I've seen, like, pictures or videos of 
Brazilian beaches or South American beaches or even Central American beaches, it's always a thong bikini. It's always a thong something. Now, obviously, I'm not going out of my way to make sure, hey, is that little girl wearing a thong bikini or a regular one? Right. Like, it's not my thing, um, you know. But so, like, that's what's got me kind of like, I'm not backed into a corner. I'm just kind of like, okay, but if this exists culturally, culturally elsewhere, is this taboo or is it literally just like not for our culture does that make sense yeah it does and i also would like to take a second to note that i believe we have our first real snowfall of the seasoning just going out there Uh, we we didn't we already get snow uh maybe here i don't know everything this is new england an hour away it doesn't do what it does here So maybe you did and I haven't. Oh, probably. (laughs) My first real snowfall. (laughs) Okay, sorry. I digress. Don't wear a thong bikini in this weather. Mm. Don't wear what I'm wearing in this weather. Toad's not. It's too fucking cold. It's freezing out. Mm. It's fucking brick. Brick. As we like to say in Massachusetts. It's Lego. (laughs) (laughs) Throw it in the fireplace. (laughs) Don't keep that one. Uh. Um... Yeah, I'm sorry for that diatribe, but like, I'm, I'm hoping I'm making sense. Like, you know, I feel like this I is get the, it. In Italy, like the you can be 12 enough. and have a glass of wine with your dinner. But, is that true? Um, I feel like, yeah. That's because it's really just pissed such I was raised in com- America. That's what I mean. <laughs> I could be wearing a thumb bikini decided? and drinking wine. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking hell. Living your best 12 oh year old life. Stop putting fucking restrictions and um, sanctions on things. I do like that you did point out cultural differences because I it definitely would be less frowned upon in like Brazil. Yeah, this is literally but actually also, when you said that and like the mom's like, why don't you go out like, and have it in America? Her. A mom would be like, no, make sure that she keeps it like covered. You need to be but, buying like, her one piece. I'm thinking like of a Latina mom who's like, oh, you know, it's not a big deal. Just go and. You know, the Latina mom's agreeing or, you know, pointing it out. And she's just like, well, if I'm doing it and they do this in our country, then why not? Yeah, I'm going to say, since she wrote to the Washington Post, that she's not in Brazil. Um, no, I'm not going to say that so, she's in Brazil, but maybe she's got a, a cultural background, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess just I'm a mom of little girl and I just would. Will, will, I'm going to kill so many men. Yes. <laughs> That's life. that Lego brick you refused to <laughs> yes. put in. <laughs> yes, the one that I'm using as a footholder. Um, they're just, I just, uh, yeah, my immediate, it was like just so many weirdos and yep. so many creepers and just also like, yes, honey, like, I, yes, mommy wears thongs, but. That doesn't mean that you can be seven years old. Like mommy also smokes cigarettes and drinks wine. Mommy's closer to Jesus you than you can't are. Do at seven years old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some things aren't appropriate for children. Yeah. No. Whether I, mommy does them or not. I agree. I agree. So I, I, just, I just applied that lens to it, I think, automatically. Yeah, no, I, yeah. But I agree with you. Like I think that you're you're in a world where you're in a country. At the Washington Where Post, it's... maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you're in the newsroom. I don't know. But like, it's just, it's not, it's taboo here. 
And I mean, if you're going to do it and you decide, yes, be prepared for criticism because you're going to get it. Absolutely. You're going to get it. Absolutely. Um, And also be prepared for weirdos. Yep. I hate to actually even say that, but it's not wrong. It's just such a thing. It is a thing. It exists. And it's, don't even get me started. Shall we read the answer? Yeah. Can we? (laughs) I'm so interested to see how they spin this. Do you have more thoughts? No, no. Just the one. His name's Colin. Ooh, that hole over there. (laughs) Speaking of thongs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, dear wondering mom, what a quandary. (laughs) This is already on the one. On the one hand, you could err on the side of not having a custom G-string swimsuit made for your seven-year-old child. And on the other hand, you could have a custom G-string swimsuit made for your seven-year-old child. Oof, 2017 really is full of conundrums. I mean, sure, everyone wants their seven-year-old child to run around in a bespoke thong, but is it okay? There are just so many pros and cons here, like pro, child running around in a bespoke thong. Con, question mark, question mark, question mark. It seems like there should be a downside to that. But who knows what it might be? Some kind of mass cultural aversion to the overt and intentional sexualization of children? Is that a thing that exists? There's no way to know for sure. Better get bespoke thongs for the entire family just in case. Wow. I think they feel how I feel. Just more aggressively. If that's a thing. (laughs) Yes. I'm I'm over here thinking like that that bespoke or bespoke thong thing. Like maybe it's a a thong we've never heard of, and I just googled and and I've just I've got anything from regular thongs to those um, bikinis where it's not necessarily a full thong or g string. Mm-hmm. It's got that like I think that's Brazilian cut. Is actually. that what it is? That like tapered... your mom likes those underwear. Yes, she does. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. She got now. pissed yep. last time she ordered some and they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's the thing. Like, that's the cultural thing. Yeah. Like, she'd be probably okay with my sister wearing that underwear. And a, da- a Brazilian dad might probably be okay with his daughter wearing that underwear. But if she's wearing a G string, yeah. it'd be a whole other story. Yeah. Um, yeah. All in all, though, I'm also met with a lot of banana hammocks on this one. There's yes. a leopard one. Ooh, my favorite. Um, yeah, all in all, I'm I'm in agreement. I don't think it's just not age appropriate. And, and we're not going to make that decision for you as a parent for your child and for your lifestyle. But we are going to tell you what we feel and what we feel culturally in the U.S. And it's just she's too young. Yep, for sure. Don't do it, mom. Don't do it, mommy. Be a hoe elsewhere. Be a Just kidding, me. Be wearing a G G thong. A G thong. (laughs) Wearing a G thong. (laughs) (laughs) What do we got next? Okay, we have. This was originally a a Dear Abby question. The title is Help! People are using nicknames for each other. (laughs) (laughs) This has to be good. Okay. Dear Abby, my husband and I have been happily married for 10 years. Congratulations. 
This is a second marriage for both of us. We don't have children together, but my husband has grown daughters in their 50s from a previous marriage. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Stop the presses. I need you to go back. They're about to celebrate 10 years. My husband and I have been happily married for 10 years. Okay. This is a second marriage for both of us. Okay. That's what I needed to hear. Because when you said children in their 50s, I went back and instead of second marriage, I heard second children, second child. Oh, in their 50s. And, and they have kids in their Imagine. 50s already. Like I couldn't handle this. No, this is a second marriage for both of us. We don't have children together, but my husband has grown daughters in their 50s from a previous marriage. Generally, we have a good relationship with each other. Oh, generally, we have good relationships with each other. My problem is my husband still calls and refers to his daughters by their childhood nicknames, Peanut and Poopsie. (laughs) They reciprocate by calling him by silly names instead of dad or father. Seeing these adult women reverting to childhood drives me up a wall. They talk and act like little girls and use baby talk with each other, too. I have shared with my husband more than once that this innocent nickname game keeps his daughter stuck in old childhood patterns while keeping other family members out of the conversation. How would you suggest I handle this? Signed, feeling like an outsider. <laughs> Biff. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. Just get, get a real fucking problem. Just shut shut the fuck up. You know what? I think they'd be better off if wife number two just went and cheated. Who cares? Listen, I think that a relationship, uh, a cultivated relationship with your parent at that age is a beautiful fucking thing. Absolutely. To it's have that since thing. childhood? Are you and kidding me? Like That's a level of trust. It, they're in their 50s. They're way past development. No your, shit. your argument is moot. I agree. You know what I mean? They're way past development. They, I, I have this feeling. I'm thinking like, you know, she said they have this thing where they do baby talk with each other. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's like when you and I like say something and it's funny. So then we like emphasize it by repeating it and like, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yes. Like shit like that. My like, sister. My sister, Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's that's how I feel about that. Like if they're having baby talk, it's like, I'm going to have a little bit of ice cream just a little bit. Yeah. You know, like. Oh my God, can I have some please? Yeah. Like, fuck off. Let their relationship flourish as it has been. It's clearly working for them. They're still talking. Right. <laughs> right. And you know what? Not for nothing, but I'm going to assume that your husband's in his 70s and this is the relationship he has with his daughters. He's probably cultivated this relationship. Well, he has, obviously, for 50 years. Yeah. Um, But like, it's not going to change now because you want him to change. You just find it annoying and need something to complain about. Why don't you go clean the litter box? Why don't you go take the cats out, peanut? (laughs) You know? Yeah. Like, I think this isn't... This is t- this is an Abby one? Yes. Abby, I don't know why you picked this. I wouldn't have given this the time of day. I would have just to tell her, shut the fuck up. Okay. Poopsie. Poopsie. Popsicle. So I agree with <laughs> everything you said. Okay. Um, but? My 
initial my gut reaction was not that like you just want something to complain about like it was that you're fucking jealous okay so that was where i was coming from yeah with that cultivating of the relationship but it it actually does hit me that you're saying that too like like you're mad that it is an immediate call out that you feel left out when him and his two daughters have a great relationship and call each other nicknames like you don't have a cool nickname (laughs) you're just not cool you're mad because you don't have a cool nickname and your dad probably didn't give you a cool nickname when you were little he was probably too busy telling you shut the fuck up (laughs) let's give her a cool nickname she needs one how about flow for constantly on that time of the month (laughs) is that terrible is that sexist it's a little sexist i take it back i'm so sorry is it sexist no because it's flow yeah (laughs) you just you're like are you talking yourself out or into this like the look you're giving me the issues that is the look that fred gives me when i'm talking myself out of never ever ever even come to my fucking brain serious and you're like having these in-depth panic attacks you know what i think you're (laughs) so right i'm just like what (laughs) like you're talking about a period how is that sexist (laughs) What the fuck? <laughs> you know what it is? It's like being a part of the gay community and not being like acknowledged. Also, your work. You also, my work. Well, I this was before my like the new True. job that I have now. But like for me in in my head, like I think like being part of the gay gay community and being like shoved back in the closet so many times as a community, not as an individual. You know, people are trying to disregard us. That it's like. No, we're just looking for visibility and we're looking for someone to stop calling us faggots. You know so what I mean? So you don't want to be out here calling people faggots. I don't want to be out here calling people faggots. Sorry, guys. I, I think in context that. you can. <laughs> I take it back. I think this is a conversation between yeah. you and me and, and I can bleep that out if you need me to. <laughs> no, I... But I think we're safe on that one. Like, I don't want to be calling other people faggots. Right. You know? Also, you just are a paranoid person in general. Yes. I so don't need drugs. Don't, you do <laughs> don't need drugs. Or you do, maybe. Maybe I do. Maybe, maybe you do. I don't need, we've, we've shown that I don't need You don't need to smoke weed and marijuana. drink alcohol at the same time. Okay. That's what you don't need. So One or the other, Beth. And Poopsies I... or peanuts here. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get both. No butterflies or rainbows in this comparison. <laughs> Literally poopsies or peanuts. Poopsies or peanuts. Oh my uh, God. That's terrible. All right, flow. <laughs> yeah. Um, should I answer? I mean, um, should I read the answer? Yes. Oh, unless you have anything else to add to it. No, just like but I'm with you, you sound terrible. And him, call, so my dad still, I mean, I don't, well, maybe he used to call me his little pistachio because that was like our thing. We'd watch, um, cause you're a green touched by an angel pistachio. and we'd eat pistachios like oh, that's every cute. Sunday night or whatever I never it was. Knew that. That's really yeah. cute. So he just started calling me his little pistachio and that stopped when I don't even know what age but it stopped but he's he rarely calls me by my name it's usually sweetie or honey or just I've always been a daddy's girl so whatever but like that has not in any way shape or form stunted or made me regress to childhood or like being 
Like, she just went really far with this. Yeah, I think she was just trying. It almost feels like she's like, when she was writing it, she's like, oh, I really don't have a basis. Let me just carry this out a little bit further. Like, she what, said it what can I reach keeps for? his daughters stuck in old childhood patterns. Dude, they're 50. Like, what does that mean? They're 50. Baby it, talking to each but other? But to me, it's not, there's no difference between Sweetie and Peanut. There's no right. sweet, like, it. it's not, right. and then that's something that I was thinking about while you were reading it and it's just like it's just a nickname like right. i'm waiting for the day that like it's not like he's calling there someone like, goes to my mom and goes like why tush. are you calling him bobby <laughs> which i mean don't you know it's motherfucker it's kind of <laughs> <laughs> asshole what are you stupid you're stupid you asshole <laughs> uh, okay i'm ready for the response now sorry yeah she's just Definitely making yourself an outsider. Uh, dear, feeling like an outsider. One thing people do a lot when they get older is give up harmless and emotionally significant lifelong habits because somebody else finds them mildly irritating. So that bodes very well for you in your situation here. <laughs> <laughs> it's always healthy to spend your time and energy being angry at people who are doing something that doesn't have anything the fuck to do with you <laughs> affects you not at all and is pops possibly absolutely not about you in any possible way uh you should handle this as you already have done by chastising grown-ass people for the way they talk to each other that is definitely a mature thing to do demonstrates that you are the only true adult in the room and does not at all mimic any old childhood patterns whatsoever <laughs> continue to quote share your thoughts about how your husband and his daughters communicate whenever you want and ideally with increasing frequency though so they'll likely be incredibly receptive to your suggestions and appreciate your valuable input the most likely outcomes is that they will thank you profusely for your kind corrections and wish to include you more fully in their lives you will no longer be an outsider in this particular family. That's for certain. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think the, I, I wish I had, I had um, not made the connection, but like called out just to sign off feeling like an outsider. Mm. Like you're feeling like an outsider, not because of your position, but because you literally feel left out. Right. Well, that's what I said earlier. Yeah. But yeah. I wish I'd called the name out. Yeah. Like the sign off. The sign off name. The yeah. The sign off. Pseudonym. Yeah. Pseudonyms. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, is that on a thesaurus? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, like, these are, aren't questions that we need to agree with. I think it's just like the preposterousness. It's the audacity. The audacity to write these questions. I know. These aren't ones that we need to like agree with. How do you have with. no life? It's pretty. Or how do you become the type of person that gets irritated when a father calls his daughter by her nickname? That's just. That's wild. It's just dumb. It's not wild. It's dumb. He like does. I am giving attention. He must call her by her name. But like Martha. reacting to this like. You don't call me poopsie. Right. Like reacting to this level of I'm always just Martha. Almost feels almost feels as petty to like 
having this complaint in the first place. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it's worth minimizing, although you should never minimize anyone for anything. I know it's but a like tough this one's just like yeah. sh- like that's why I said shut up. <laughs> just glad shut you the did. fuck up. <laughs> you typically don't. I just <laughs> just stop. <laughs> stop <Yeah>. typing. <laughs> <laughs> just step away from the keyboard. Yeah. Or a typewriter. Because if the children are fifty, you are ancient. <laughs> <laughs> A relic. Oh, what do you got next? This one's for you, Beth. I'm going to love this one, aren't I? Uh, this was from Slate. Ooh, we love Slate. It's Prudy. Which Prudy does it say? It does not. Is it Danny? Is it Emily? That we know these people by first names. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't say. It just says from Slate. Hit me. Help. This is the title? Yes, this okay. is the title. Help. Because of your face. I'm making a weirdly big deal out of a thing that I think is no big deal. So why does it have to be such a big deal? It's honestly not that big of a deal. <laughs> so everyone should just do what I say. Because why do they care about this so much like it's some kind of big deal? It's functionally <laughs> meaningless. That's why I must have my way or else stop overreacting. <laughs> That's the title. <laughs> Did, not Okay, so present me is a little bit like that, but high school me is all of that. <laughs> and like, why did you write this advice column, Miss Beth? <laughs> uh, I apparently um, dare care and feeding. Is that a slate thing? Huh? No, okay. not that I know of. Well, it says slate. So, anyways, my tween has requested they them pronouns and a new name. We are changing our habits on the pronouns, but we haven't gone along with the name change. Though their first name is stereotypically feminine, we more often use the shorter stereotypically masculine form. Think Samantha to Sam. Their middle name is gender ambiguous these names were chosen with much love following a family slash cultural naming tradition while we are supportive of using any version of these given names to reflect our child's gender we aren't on board with a name change we will not call sam samantha simon stevie or susie is this so wrong signed what's in a name So they're making a big deal out of something that isn't a big deal. Okay. That's where I kind of have to disagree a little bit. Where they're making a big deal of something that to a parent. Sorry. <laughs> assaulting our equipment, Beth. <laughs> that was my ring. There's less Lego brick. Big, big old diamonds. Big old diamonds. Um, but it's it it's not making a big deal out of nothing in my opinion because a lot of thought and endearment and emotion is tied to choosing the name of your child mm. i i don't think that you especially should especially if you had some sort of emotional connection like i desperately wanted a girl and i found out i was having a girl yeah that's i'll get to that part after 
okay. like on my side. But to me, it's like there's always an emotional connection to that name. Um, and unless you're my brother and his wife, I don't know. You pick the name. It's a boy. I don't know. You pick the name. It's a girl. <laughs> They're so funny. <laughs> I'm excited. That's funny. All right, sorry. Um, and I, I knew, like to me, like my son, there was an emotional connection mm-hmm. with me and Wyatt, and um, well, there was an emotional influence for Wyatt. Yeah, um, I remember. And if he, like. If he grows up and just, well, he's pretty much grown at this point, but like if he decides like my name's not Wyatt, my name is Winona. <laughs> yes. Like Ryder. I'm going to be like, wait, you've thought this through. Like if this is something that you really want, like, can I still call you Y? Why can I call say, you? Can I like, still please? Yeah. Like, can I still call you every other name I have? That's not at well, all yet. relative to. Well, yet. <laughs> yeah anything you know like these are the kind of conversations that you want to have so yes i i actually think that a name change is a big deal because there are emotional ties and because there is that level of like um you know it's it's regular usage you know Mm. it's gonna take a lot of getting used to to change um and i'm not saying that it's a big fat like no you can't do it what i'm saying is it's like this person feels who like they feel like and but i understand that you you are tied to this this is this is who you brought into the world you brought wide into the world not winona yeah. you brought charlotte into the world not charlie like i understand that tie right but if there's like if this person needs to feel like who they are right. at the end of the day now getting to the gender part of it personally and and i never knew how to express this until funnily enough funnily Funnily? (laughs) is that we both stopped for that one funny enough funnily funnily i mean it's an adverb it's right but does the word does the word exist i feel like no um Something enough. You continue. Thank you. You're gonna Google funnily. Yes. Uh, They're gonna be like the the concept of laughing while you're funneling. (laughs) If you're even right right now. Oh my god! Is it? Wow. It's a word. You use funnily enough. To indicate that although something is surprising, it is true or really happened, is funnily grammatically correct. We can't say it's grammatically incorrect. The mm-hmm. adverb funnily is defined by the Oxford English Dictionary as meaning in a funny manner. That's really funny. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have another word to. What that's f- humorous. <laughs> that's hysterical. Funnily enough. Funnily enough. All right. Well, learn something new every Well, day. now I've already lost track of where I was going with this shit. <laughs> Gender, right? Funnily enough. Yeah. I happened upon a Facebook post from someone um, that I, I communicate with regularly who has changed their pronouns to they, them, but hasn't changed their name. Mm-hmm. Because it's maybe it's an identity thing. Like they still relate. I am still this person. Yeah. Um, but to the people that don't, it's 
You didn't have a voice, so I chose for you until you had one. Okay. And this goes to like, I had I a girl, I'm raising a girl, and this is who I'm raising until she tells me she's not a girl anymore. Or I don't have to cross that bridge. Yeah. I think that's, that's, I was never able to put together like, let your kid like be who they want to be. And well, what happens if they're born this? Like you're assigning a gender. No, biology is. That's a biological gender. Right. Male, female. Right. It exists. And what we've done as human beings, if we've we've applied that to everyday life, from outlets mm-hmm. to connections to your TV, male and female connections, right? Mm-hmm. So like we've just that's that's just what we've done as human beings who need labels on everything. But I've never been able to place, put those words together or the, the idea that they're just, they need to be raised. They may be who they are. They may know who they are as an infant, just to throw that out there. Yeah. Let's say they know who they are as an infant, but right now I need to raise you and this world relies on labels. So you're a female or a male. I'm giving you a male or a female assigned name. Mm-hmm. And you can choose what you want to do with it when you are ready to voice or are certain that this is, you know, who you are. Right. So that's my position on that. But I don't think this isn't a big deal of nothing because I know big deals out of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I lost it for a second when I was looking up funnily enough. Funnily enough. Wow, Beth. Funnily enough. Okay, here it is. Um, Yeah, I always... um, It always takes me a a minute to kind of sift through um, these these types of topics. um, Did you know this was like an LGBT community question or just No, I had no clue. Just me <laughs> just you no I had no clue that okay. is um no because as I talk about all the time I was raised super traditional super old school men are men women are women as my dad would say when we we're little um so for me it's it's takes a lot still for me to um break away from the you can be born with a penis and not be a man Right. You can be born with a vagina and not be a woman and all everything else that comes in between with male, female, sex, all these things. Like there's no dynamic for you. There's just biology. Yeah, it's it's, you know, if somebody wants to be referred to as they them, it takes me intentionally stopping and like, okay, this is what they're asking. So I need to try and be conscious of this all the time because for me it's he or she i i have just. actually i have the same issue just conceptually like trying to or, or even momentarily trying to actually verbalize they them it takes me some time or sometimes i'm just like he she right and i'm like oh, just, oh, hold on right just kidding yeah um what i meant was xyz right so for me it's always maybe a learning process to like continue to 
undo what I was raised with. And Mm -hmm. so I admittedly battle still sometimes with like, yeah, but you you know, you have a penis, so you're just a boy. Whether you feel like a boy or girl, like that's different for me. Like Yeah, you're you're focused on the biology. I just like the, you the, know, the scientific you can feel like a woman and that's fine. But like don't get mad if I still accidentally say he, you know, because you look like a male or whatever. Like these are the things that I still have to work through myself. Um, even though I'm wholeheartedly open and accepting to all right so so the this whole concept i just want to clarify for our listeners like you're also talking about like those very masculine features like you know if you feel that and i'm not just because obviously people don't walk around naked right although some people should yes they should (laughs) yes they should um but um sorry we're so all over the place yeah yeah um but like you're talking about like inherently masculine features and you're just like, oh, he, and they're like, no, I'm a woman. Right. And you're like, no, you've Fuck got masculine. No, I have a vagina. Like I was born with a vagina. I have it. Like yeah. to you, it's just like those features. I'm not trying to like, I think for me, I'm just trying to explain like how you would identify. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just digging a hole for us. But I don't know. We're I, not trying to. I'm we're trying to against... be as... Like you're, you're speaking honestly and that's admirable and absolutely 100%. Like, I think I I was raised how I was raised. You were raised how you were raised and you're making every effort as a human being to to empathize and and understand. I need to learn just like anyone needs to learn about anything. Yeah. I, I was totally, until I moved to Worcester, I was totally blind. I didn't know that they, them pronouns existed and i think that was the same for you until you lived with me yeah absolutely i never knew that existed so yeah and today to this day when i'm speaking about a friend who has changed their pronouns um and i feel like i'm minimizing it by saying change their pronouns like they maybe they felt this their entire lives but you know the concept is what it is they change their pronouns um you know to this day i'm i still like have to he, they, mm-hmm. you know, but when someone misgenders them, I'm quick to correct them, which is the funniest fucking thing ever. It makes me feel like a total asshole. <laughs> I think that's pretty normal. It, yeah. I just, we, in schools. We I just learned, feel like a hypocrite. You know what I mean? He, she. So like, these are lifelong things yeah. that have been embedded in us. And even if we're, even though, not if, even though we are very much respectful and supportive and accepting, like these are still lifelong things that we need to still work yeah, through. Yeah, we It is not the last natural 35 for years us of our to lives. say they when we're referring to a single person, right? Like school, we're just not. It's just instinct for us to refer as a singular, you know? Which is so, funny to say in here because we do refer to they in the singular all the time. That's but, true. But but it's a collective not, yeah. and that's why we think it's plural. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where they is singular. So it's just, it's such a strange. It's just a lot to it. It's it, it There just, is. It's never black and white. It's no. never. 
And it takes patience on all yep, sides. I agree. On all sides. And a lot of understanding. Absolutely. You know, I'm I'm in total agreement with you there. Yeah. So I feel like as a parent, that's tricky. Yeah. But it, it, yeah, going you want back to, to the love question. and support your child at all times. It's just also tricky. Relearn your kid I, over the how many years yeah. that you raised them. Yeah. You know, and it does. It takes patience on all sides. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot that gets lost in the weeds, right? Mm. And the one thing that, you know, I am who I am. How dare you? But I raised you this way. You're both right. Right. You're both right. You both need to learn that this affects the other person, the other party. In and a you huge both, way. And you both need to afford. Now, it's totally different if your parents like, no, go fuck yourself. You're not. You're right. We're talking about like parents who like, believed that they were raising parents who aren't necessarily closed-minded they're just not used to the idea mm-hmm. and that's what i'm I, I don't even want to go to the other ones like you know, that's a whole yep, other conversation nope, yep, yep. just parents who are like open-minded and understand that there is another there is a third in the world you know there is a third i hate to say this because we're not lab specimens but classification mm. in a world you know those parents who are okay i can get with that please be patient with me. Please right. give me time right. to acknowledge that this is who you are. I've raised you to be this person. I named you Wyatt. Yeah. I I'm so emotionally tied to Wyatt. Right. And it's gonna be very hard for me to separate you from Wyatt. It's gonna be really hard for me to separate Kathleen from Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Or you know what I mean? Yep. It's not a big deal. However, I do feel that if you need to do a legal thing, if this person really identifies with this and wants to be called that and it's going to be a legal thing, I think that personally, I would wait until my child can do that and file those motions on their own. Yeah, I agree. Because I can't, to me, I would feel like if I go and file this legally and even if I have your backing, I'm still making that decision for you as your parent. Mm. When you could... I don't know. There's just so much exploration when you're young that like right. maybe right. maybe you you are Wyatt. Right. Maybe you think you are Wyatt. I would hate I would hate honestly. I really just don't want to feel guilty to put you in a position where you are who you are because you made me put you there. <laughs> right. And like you like you already went through all the hoops and hurdles and all that stuff. Yeah. Like I'll support you and and totally refer to you that this is your legal name until you are able to mm-hmm go forward legally and change right. it. Right. There's just, yeah, there's just a lot involved mm-hmm. with everything, all of it. Yeah. My head hurts already. I know. Let's read the answer. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I'm sorry, I do need to ask your side of it. Like, do you feel along these lines or do you feel like maybe what I'm saying, there's there's a facet of it that you're not necessarily in agreement with? I think it's important to note that there are these differences that we're trying to work through. Well, yeah, I think that's kind of where I started. Um, it would be a struggle for me if um, not only because my daughter has my name for her middle name, 
<laughs> like that. I'd be like, can be. you please keep that? Can please, you be like stuff me? on? <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but I just, I think that's kind of what I was trying to get at. Um, I was raised, you're a boy or a girl. And it's not so much that you can be raised with a penis and identify as a woman or whatever. Like that's, so for me, I struggle with, um, we're not going to assign a gender to my newborn um, because they very well could not be what they were assigned at birth. And I don't disagree with that. I do struggle with the the possibility that that in itself can cause confusion in children. If you're not... So children just are children. They're developing. They're learning. Their brains are... They're mush. Yeah. They're absorbing every little thing. Right. And so I feel like sometimes this topic can create confusion in itself for children that aren't fully developed and that there aren't their brains are still forming and they're still learning how to life so i think that's where my um struggle comes in to frankly to learn more like as you pointed out you children can know at an extremely young age and so for me i think that's where my struggle as a parent would be it's not that I'm forcing my daughter to be a little girl and you know and and that's it like you have a vagina so you're a girl so for the rest of your life you're going to be a girl and it's not that it's just that I feel that sometimes these things can cause confusion um I would never shy away I was a tomboy myself mm-hmm. when I was little um still I, are <laughs> It's still very, yeah, uh, right. very much a Lego bricks intact. So I think if I was younger and I was doing all the tomboy things that I loved to do, I mean, I grew up with four brothers. I have four brothers. Like clearly I was running through the mud and catching frogs and just whatever. Boy things. You caught a mouse for me. You let it go, but you caught I one. I shit myself. With your hands. <laughs> your bare hands. <laughs> You're such no, a dude. No, like, <laughs> um, but I think that if I was young and I was being my tomboy self and all of a sudden my parents started referring to me as he and like, uh, maybe I'd be a man today. You know what I mean? Like when really I grew up and I enjoy makeup and nails and super girly things. So I think for it can potentially cause a little bit of confusion. If like, well, she plays with all boy stuff, she must be identifying as male. So therefore, she's now Steve. You know? Yeah. It's so for me, like knowing your parents, it's hard for me to separate. But anybody else who doesn't, you know what I mean? Like they would see that as your parents. They afforded you the opportunity opportunity to identify how you identify to feel who you are and you at the end of the day as growing up as a tomboy who probably could have been the world's biggest lesbian in the whole wide world (sighs) they afforded you to be like a you know a straight female 
who loves all of those things that a female would stereotypically or generally like. You have very feminine features and qualities um, that outweigh anything masculine that you have. And they afforded that to you because your parents didn't need to combat that. So why would we think otherwise? Right. You know what I mean? And that's the other part of it that people don't really see is, you know, I was raised this way, but I also identify this way. Right. Absolutely. That's a big thing. Like I was raised as a male. Yeah. I'm a big gay male. I'm a (laughs) six, three. Fine ass. I'm a six three mom. I'm so sorry if you're listening. I'm a six six three dick sucking male. Like I he here I is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. And so like I was still raised as a male. I'm mm-hmm. not into sports, but I acknowledge that this is something you wanted me to get into. And but I digress with all of that. I think the more important part is like, you know, coming from where you're coming from, in a very conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, way of a household where a conservative way of thinking was was the standard for you to have the the capacity to learn you know um, that there are other concepts out there is a really big thing and I think we have this conversation a lot you and I um, trans um, individuals mm-hmm. change of pronouns yep. um, it's something that you've struggled with as a grand concept but you have understood also that in your heart of hearts you want to change and want to be open to this and Mm. and and you are i think you are i think you need to cut yourself some slack to be honest oh of course i'm open to it you know what i mean but like you're trying to understand more fundamentally and that's a big deal that's a really really well i'm also Battling with my own personal biases. Like, yes, I was well, raised that's what this I mean. way. And but that's what it's shaped from. It's like nurture versus nature, right? And you're on the nurture path. Like, this is how I was raised. And so this has influenced my own belief. Right. Like, how do I get past this? You're not walled off by this. No. Which is a really big deal. Yeah. And that's I, where I'm saying, like, cut yourself some slack. I know. I know. It just feels shitty to have certain feelings or beliefs around topics that like I don't know what that feels like to feel like a stranger in my own skin or my own body I don't know what that feels like thankfully so who am I to ever question or feel any sort of way about someone else that does feel like a stranger in their own skin you know what I mean yeah that's yeah. not a great feeling. You like you can't put yourself in those shoes, right? But the thing that this isn't a butt on on what you're saying. I think this is more like a butt on um, your experience, where you need to also acknowledge um, your own growth. Is that you have been able to, despite our historically conservative culture in America, not. America being conservative, but the conservative culture of those conservatives. Mm. Um, despite that, you have treated everyone with dignity and respect. Well, yeah. That, no, not well, yeah. You've not done the baseline. Well, I'm not a Trump supporter. <laughs> well, that's oddly <laughs> enough, funnily enough. Funnily enough. <laughs> that's exactly where I was going. Yeah. 
but you have treated people with compassion and respect and dignity because you acknowledge them as a human being, period. And there are people who are battling those same biases that you're battling that refuse to acknowledge mm, these people as humans, that true. refuse to acknowledge them as citizens or beating hearts or anything. It's it's those those are the people who are like, here's my AK-47, there's a gay club. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You would never, you would never go and even insult somebody on the basis of that. And that's huge. You are making an effort. And then also there are the people who don't make an effort to change, but accept what's going on in the world. Mm. You are making an effort to understand. I do. I desperately want to understand everything. <laughs> Not just. I think you need to cut yourself some slack. Yeah. No, thank you. That's it a, is a really big thing. Too. I know this is something that we actually wanted to plan a whole episode I know, on. I know. I didn't know that this question was. Yeah. We wanted to plan a whole episode on this, but this was, and, and, Actually, my future sister-in-law, Kelly, would have been perfect to bring on to this because yes, you did mention bringing her on. Yeah. Um, and maybe this is still a concept or a discussion we can have later. Yeah. Um, because she's she's brilliant. But I, I, I think this kind of brought that together in a way where, like, you're able to say how you feel. You know, you're in a safe space to say that, which is also very important. It is super important. You know, it, People who are taboo, you guys can't see my air quotes. Maybe you can hear them. <laughs> but like that whole taboo lifestyle, that queer lifestyle, that queer culture, you know, that people that like it's easy to kind of like. Yeah. You know, not what I mean? my circus, not my monkeys, not my monkeys, not my circus. Yeah, I know. I said it wrong. Either way, it worked. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just vamping. Maybe I'm just talking out of my well, ass. I think it's but educational. I think, I think that we, in general, people can't learn without first having an understanding. You have to understand that, like, it's more than male or female. Even if there's scientific aspects to it, like biological, or even if there's not, even if it's... It's, yeah, I, mean? like I, I don't want to say understand. necessarily understanding, but also that like that acceptance, because even if you understand biologically, like you were raised how you were raised, you are conditioned to those norms that were impressed upon you as a young growing human being and carried into your adulthood. Like that's valid. That's also valid. You know, like that's. Yeah, that's just growing that, up. Right. You know, but there's like the scientific evidence where you can understand it because there's a scientific basis. Right. But like you also need to understand and accept it. And that's right. You know what I mean? Like those are that's multi-layered. Well, that's what I mean. We need to have an understanding in order to grow and learn and improve. And but if you're not willing first, to accept to have an understanding that that's, okay, an, that's a big thing. I agree or I don't agree or I understand or I don't understand or it makes sense or it doesn't make sense. Like first we need to start there. Like, yeah. Like because I, all those statements are also not black and white. Right. Just like you don't have so to fluid. necessarily agree to be a decent fucking human being. Like, that's it. That's absolutely 100% perfectly put. Yeah. Yeah. So. That got 
a little heavier. Let's just get to the response. I like this discussion, though, I'm going to be honest. I know these ones always make me so nervous. No, you shouldn't be. I think just like I think ah! you should always remember that you're coming from a position where you're trying to learn. I know your approach isn't malice. Like an asshole sometimes. I think it helps that you're in a safe space. Hopefully. You know what I mean? Like I think that people everyone should be afforded this across all levels, (laughs) across all topics. Like all topics, yeah. We need a safe space. Um, okay. So dear what's in a name? I can't think of any family tradition more important than making sure children know that they are beholden to the whims of their parents forever (laughs) (laughs) and that they must never be allowed to assert themselves or self-advocate in any way that does not entirely comport comport with their parents' personal preferences. Hmm. That was a fucking mouthful. Uh, After all, it was your child's decision to be born to you personally and now here they come (laughs) tap dancing into the world as a full-on independent human as if they didn't specifically ask baby jesus to assign them to you (laughs) they had every opportunity to choose to be born to any other family on earth but they didn't and so now they've thereby agreed to have every part of their identity dictated by you indefinitely and without even the mildest opposition The last thing you want is your child growing up to be a self-assured, independent human who knows their own mind and can ensure that their needs are met on planet Earth. That's not what parenting is all about. You lovingly gave them a name and you will lovingly use it as use it at them no matter how much they hate it lovingly. Anyway, you said it yourself. What's in a name? It's such a tiny, piddly thing. Since it doesn't matter at all, and it's practically not even worth caring about, not even a little bit, and it really is just wholly inconsequential, it's genuinely just downright silly that anyone cares at all that much about what they're called. Like, truly, who could even be bothered? Not you, that's for sure. That's why you can only call your kid one of two names that you came up with a decade ago and nothing else ever no matter what, what could be more loving than honoring your child's name and pronouns? Why forcing your child to use the name you gave them because your personal preference is more important than your child having the core of their identity respected by the most important people in their life. Of course, nothing wrong with that. Stay strong in your convictions and you will enjoy many great opportunities to call your child by the name you gave them in the coming years to their voicemail to their email spam folder and in text messages to phone numbers that they no longer use. I like it. Fucking brilliant. Brilliant. Fucking brilliant. Brilliant. I have nothing to add to that. I don't think we pointed out that like, yes, we have an emotional attachment or we have. Well, I did. It was like that. But like that's irrelevant to the need of your child. Oh, right. Yeah. Like that's less important than your child feeling seen or heard or accepted or whatever. Also, like that's the, our job. The argument that your child chose you. <laughs> I right, that really brilliant. loved that. Yep. So now they're indefinitely. Beholden. <laughs> to you and your fucking Beholden kids. to a bespoke thong. <laughs> right, right. Wow. Yeah, it got heavy unintentionally at the end, but. I like that we had this question. I know. Well, 
typically I would have liked to be mentally prepared for it. I think you handled it very well. And I think that we should still plan on having this conversation mm. in the future with absolutely with Kelly. Kelly is a wealth of knowledge. She yes, just she seeks to understand and to learn. So it's going to be um, very nice. And and my sister too, as, as a, I don't know if it's a result of being with Kelly. They've been together since they were like born at this point, but you know, they, they give you a perspective. They're able to shed a light. Um, that yeah. You, and I feel like it's, um, very well um kind of separate perspectives yeah not separate but like different like angles different angles thank you like jenny is so much more laid back and like i don't give a fuck if you wanted to be called you know right samantha william like whatever that's what we call you. Like, and Kelly squeaks when and she Kelly walks. Is like, <laughs> She's so tight. <laughs> Uptight. And yes, and Kelly can give you the... <laughs> I just... Kelly, please let us know. <laughs> Kelly's so tight. Oh. Jenny will let you know. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I think those would be great, different, or different. They're not different because like... The baseline is... They're different angles, but different. they're different approaches to understanding or I different... I feel like Kelly would give you like... Different facets of understanding. The, That's what it is. Jenny would give you like the who gives a fuck. Yeah. Like, why do you care if they want to be they or if they want to be here? They want to be she or they want to be Trina. Like, why yep. do you give a fuck? You're right. And, and then Kelly, Kelly will give you the like. Here's the factual. Gender right. doesn't exist because scientifically right. this because, is what people don't yes. consider. And yeah. your mom is really your dad because infinity <laughs> and. Literally. Would yeah. you like this hot pocket? <laughs> Can you pass me the stiff cheese? <laughs> oh. Yeah, that would be very well because there's just so much to learn. There is. Everything for everyone. Yeah, I think we need to afford ourselves a lot more patience, a lot more room for understanding. Where, like, yes, because what took 35 years for me to be. What's the word I'm looking for? Compassionate? No, you were always no. compassionate. It took me 35 years to have the oh, I don't know feelings and thoughts and beliefs that I was raised with, right? Like it took right. a long time of like, this is, I'm just, I'm hearing he and she, and I'm being taught that, you know, men do this and women do this. And it's almost right? a that's predisposition like my whole life, right. because that's that doesn't what, just go that's, away that was overnight. the intention going in. It wasn't as liberal as it is now. Yeah. I think 35 years of predisposed. Literally. Like that's your that environment. That doesn't just go away. Yeah. And I think it takes a certain level of. I think it takes courage, to be honest with you, to be able to move past that, because I think a lot of oh. that that opposition is rooted in fear, upheaval of what you're used to, a change of the norms that you grew up with. A lack world, of general understanding. Or even trust that this world isn't the way that you were taught, that this isn't the simple world, the black mm. and white world that you grew yeah. up in. And like we can get into this conversation politically. 
Um, Please do not. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like, I'm not going to. Yeah, no. It's that's that's just it. That's this is our lives, mm. and we're we're tasked. I think our generations. I don't want to say they started it, but it's just become much more prevalent that there there is more. There is an in between mm-hmm. to everything that always existed. It just wasn't. From the outside to the inside, outside to the inside, to the male to the female, to all of from it. the cooked to the uncooked, everything it yeah. exists. From the semi-stiff cheese to the solid cheese. Yep, that's it exists. From the firm, from the firm parmigiano to <laughs> all the way to that nice, soft, beautiful brie. brie. Oh, yeah, brie. I'm hungry. Oh, I am too. <laughs> Um, how about lunch. we wrap this up and go get lunch? Yes. Oh, yes. Perf. Guys, um, this has Thank been Thank you for listening great... to our TED Talk. Yes. <laughs> we <laughs> take tips and V-tip. Um, no. Semi-hard or solid. We take both <laughs> at this point. Fuck it. Just, <laughs> literally just fuck it. <laughs> Would you just, just would you just fuck at that? Um, fuck at that. Fuck at that. Funnily enough. Funnily enough, we ain't fucking at nothing. Mm. Not right now. Um, you can find us. I believe funnily is a word. It is a word. That whole. I'm so mad you're right. I'm so mad I was right. I'm so mad you knew to say but you know that. What? No, actually, <laughs> I've said it a lot. Is. I've said. I'm thinking back. I've said it a lot. I just. I feel like I would have just said like funny enough. Yeah, maybe. But it doesn't work grammatically. So maybe that's why funnily. I said funnily. Funnily enough. Yeah. It's just hysterical that you like knew to say that, even if it was subconscious. Yeah. Funnily enough. We and we both were like, Huh? Funnily? Pardon. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> we enough. digress. It was funnily. Because we hungry. Enough. I know. Um, send us your questions, comments, all of your concerns. Ill-advised the podcast at gmail.com. Send us your beast on yourself, on yourself. Right. I was just going to give us the same disclaimer. We ain't about that life. Um, And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at ill-advised the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You're beautiful. Everything about you is perfect, including having us in your life. You've been ill-advised.